Hi, and welcome to our podcast. My name is Katie. My daughter Caroline and I have interesting conversations about everything under the sun. We want to share that with you from different perspectives, ages, and life experiences. We can't wait to get started, so let's go. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to our Coffee Talks. Hello, good morning. Hello and good afternoon on my time zone. All right. right. She is in Michigan right now. <laughs> Visiting family and I went deer hunting this morning. So it's pretty exciting. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Duck hunting. <laughs> and I've never seen anybody look cuter in, in camo than my mom. Not even Aww. kidding. She pulled it off real well. It was <laughs> a lot of fun. Okay. So today we are coming to you and we're as always, really excited. We've uh, worked through a topic we want to talk about. And this, we're going to talk about the inequity of sex with respect to our sons and daughters. So another way to put this is sexual inequity with how we approach sex with our sons and daughters. And this is something- It's a big one. It's a big (laughs) one. (laughs) This is something that Caroline brought up to me many, many years ago. And she started to feel like this is really unfair in different situations and how she felt her brother was was approached or supported and how she was, and it was different for her. And it's so mm-hmm. much so that we've noticed trends in even how society looks at things for male and female in terms of sex. So we thought this is something that, um, again, probably we don't often talk about, but Caroline and I actually would talk about this. So we thought this is what we would share today. I do think this topic is still, I know in me, I still feel uncomfortable when I talk about sex with you. I think that we, we're so open about so many things. But when it comes to sex, there's still like a bit of like a, ugh, like a, like not like almost like an icky feeling. But I think it's important that we still talk about this for sure. But mm-hmm. I, I do think like sex is one of our um, maybe topics that we don't approach super often, or it's taken a while for us to get to this level as compared to other topics as well. Sure. I think, right. Mm-hmm. Right. And that came from my upbringing, right? Where, I, well, at least mm-hmm. we're talking about it, but I wasn't allowed to say the word, you know, sex. It would be like, what? You know, so, <laughs> um, right. That didn't work so well. So, um, no. <laughs> you know, you really do have to work through your own upbringing. And then this is why this is a fascinating parenting topic, because it is such a um, part of our lives. And like you just said, what's the big deal? We're all here. So people are having sex. How, it's how we, we all this, got right? here. So are we, that's how we got here. You know, like, you know, you had to have, you had to, yeah, it's just we all, it's how we all got here. So we should just right. be talking about it. Right. So we're going to start this with um, first section, which is how I raised my kids with respect to discussing and handling sex, right? And I'm going to start that with before you were born, I wanted to be very open with my kids. Again, I I didn't grow up in that environment. I didn't have someone to talk to about these things. I found people, but they probably weren't, they weren't my parents, right? So, um, but how great it can be if they are your parents. So I decided early on that if you ever asked me a question, you or, or Sean, about sex that I would answer it clearly, no matter how old you were, right? 
And I remember my friends thinking like, that was kind of weird, right? But it was really easy when you were young because your questions were very specific and they were really related Mm -hmm. to body parts and like, how does this work? How does that work? And I would just answer you in plain language. And it was never a fuss. It was never uncomfortable because when you're a child, you're learning from your parents and everything just is normal. So it was so comfortable that I think I almost got too comfortable and thinking, oh, everything's going to be so easy and, you know, and fine. Um, mm-hmm. Like I remember one time we were, this is funny, we were watching, I think a football game and we were in the stands. I was and, just thinking about this in Michigan. Yeah, and I wanted to, I wanted, you guys were getting restless and I was like, okay, I need to go for a walk and they need to come with me. So I'm like, guys, I'm going to walk the track. And I'm going to talk about sex. And you just jumped up and then Sean's like, wait for me. Um, <laughs> and uh, we just walked the track and let you guys, ask, because I wanted you honestly walking around the track. And uh, you would, you both were like, yeah, we're, we wanted to come do that. So we just, you know, and whatever mm-hmm. we had questions and answers. I actually have this vivid memory and I know I was very young. I must've been between maybe four and six, maybe I was seven, but I have this, um, this isn't so much about sex, but it relates. I remember asking you what like a lesbian was and like what, like how it was different than, or it just what a lesbian was. I remember hearing that term somewhere and I asked you and you told me about it. And yeah, I was actually, now I think about it, like that's such an open thing to, an open topic to be, not controversial, but I think a lot of parents wouldn't have been so open about what what homosexuality is with their with their kids at such a young age. I think that maybe that's why certain people are so um, stiff to when it comes to that topic so I want to commend you for being for talking about that with me when I was such a young kid I remember saying like what's a lesbian mom and you told me what it was or what they you know what a lesbian was (laughs) what she is (laughs) Mm -hmm. who she is yeah and so anything like that I decided uh, just be present and answer the question right and that really worked now as you got older and you hit puberty I wasn't prepared for what would happen to me and how I would respond to you. And what, what happened there was you were going through puberty and this is where your body's changing and you're feeling things and you're exploring things and new ideas and you're going through good and bad times. And there were times where, you know, things might, things seemed off and, and something seemed like, you know, maybe something was wrong. You know, you're having a hard time and it came out in different ways. You were acting out, right. As, as a mm-hmm. teenager will do. And instead of realizing that this had to do with, you know, something to do with your like re, um, relationship with your own sexuality or like boys, whatever, I didn't realize it. And I focused more on the like the behaviors. And um, I remember that. And I remember thinking mm-hmm. like, you know, getting upset that you're on your phone, you know, with boys late at night or something like that and not uh-huh. not coming to you with bed and being like, hey, do you want to talk about this? What's going on? Because and I realized now that was my fear. I was, mm-hmm. I had unresolved issues from how I was raised. And when you hit that age, it was triggered like crazy. So rather than, and I wasn't triggered when you were younger, I didn't have, you know, I didn't have those triggers. So I could talk about them. But when you hit the age where I didn't have that support and I had mm-hmm. to struggle, I struggled with you. And looking back, you know, and as, and I did recognize it when you got to be a little bit older and I was able to turn that around. And now we are able to t- talk about so much more even, you know, even this past year, the things we've been able to talk about. So, mm-hmm. um, but that was one thing. And I, I wanted to say that, but in terms of it, this is where I think you've noticed, started to notice differences with you and your brother, 
Whereas you and I didn't have the opportunity to talk right away about these things. Um, maybe you were acting out in ways that seemed deviant, you know, in other ways. And, and you know, I remember your swim coach saying she's too focused on the boys, and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, get, get oh, that still you know? makes me. That makes my stomach turn. Like <laughs> that people thought that of me. No, it, but you know, what I'm saying age. like, like I instead of instead of supporting you and being like, well, yeah, she's a girl you know, dude, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, you, are you a coach? <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I honestly, like I turned the wrong direction. And I would, mm -hmm. if I could go back, I would, I would much more come to you and be that sounding board and being that listen, listener that I know I can be. So but when it came to Sean, I remember Sean feeling very comfortable and very open with me. I remember him telling me all, you know, exactly what he was going through and feeling and thinking. And I was like, Oh my mm -hmm. gosh, like I wasn't even ready to hear it, but he had no problem talking to me about things openly because I don't think I had the same stigma, the same fear, the same feelings with my son that I did with my daughter because of the way I was a, a young girl and I was definitely triggered and I was projecting that. So um, I do think that there can be, not all parents parented like I did, but there can be an inequity in how we raise our kids. And I know we're going to talk about this in a little bit about how this is in society as well. Um, but also there's a part when you're, you're parenting with a partner, uh, you know, male and females, we, we view our sons and daughters differently. There's more of a mm -hmm. fear factor with your daughter getting pregnant than there would be with your son, right? Because they're not going mm -hmm. to get pregnant. So, and I think there's also a fear factor of like of wanting to, you know, um, hold your daughter also in this place where this will never mm -hmm. happen or you'll never be hurt, you know? So I mm -hmm. think but daughters need to be heard and they need to know that they, that their sexuality is good and normal. Right. So what yes. do you want to say there? Well, so much. There's what I want to say. Um, first off, I think a lot of parents, they feel uncomfortable talking about sex. I think a lot of people, regardless of the age, feel very uncomfortable talking about sex. So you talking about sex with their kids and would, I think it makes parents feel very uncomfortable and uneasy and they just don't want to maybe even think about their kids having sex. And it's almost selfish, I think, on parents' part. So I noticed almost right away that there seemed to be the message mainly coming from dad that, and you as well, I believe, that, you know, when it came to stuff like kissing and sexual things um I wasn't allowed to do that I wasn't allowed to talk about it um make, I remember like trying to make jokes about it and dad would always like shut it down or you guys would shut it down and there was definitely this this message that I got that I we wasn't even allowed to have those kinds of feelings and thoughts and I remember um that yeah dad would always get almost angry if I brought it up and looking back I realized he was probably just scared you know he didn't want to be the the father of a, a pregnant or yeah the father of a pregnant teenager but at the same time you know Sean could have you know gotten some girl pregnant as well and he would have had to he would have also had a a grandson at a young age. So I, that's where I got very confused was Sean was just as capable of bringing a kid into this world as I was. But um, yeah, it's like, I wasn't allowed to have these, those thoughts or feelings. And then 
Um, and then I noticed with Sean, Sean, Sean and dad would joke about sex and you guys would talk about it. And I remember telling him, telling me that he was able to tell you certain things. And I was, I remember thinking, what? Like you tell, you tell mom and dad that? And he was like, well, yeah. And I, I, w- I was always just uh, upset. And um, I knew, I just always felt it was so unfair because, you know, women, we're, we're just as capable as having sexual thoughts and feelings and desires as men. And I think um, people don't want to think of women that way. I think, I think it's very odd. Like um, mainly I just got the message that I, that's not something I should be dabbling in. I still dabbled, but <laughs> I, yeah. And then I just couldn't talk about it either, um, which was difficult. I think I really would have, it would have helped if I had someone to talk to about it because for me, it was such a taboo thing, sex. So I was more intrigued by it. I like how we, I'm, I remember thinking, all right, I know, I remember how you guys were so open about the idea of drinking and so you guys are always like, if you and Sean want to do that, just talk to us and you can do that at the house or, or dad, like you guys would say, like, I remember dad saying like, nothing wrong with drinking, but just do it at the house if you want to. But we never did. You know, I didn't drink at all in high school. I don't think Sean did. And it was just never thing. But because at least in, in my, for me, because sex was so no, 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 like I was so intrigued by it all the more. And I think that's why I got, I became sexually active at a somewhat young age and I think that was also a bit different from my brother like I don't think Sean that wasn't really on his radar for a long time but it was on mine because it was so um it was such a mystery or you know you guys try to keep it a mystery for me yeah and um obviously that didn't work right so no (laughs) it was yeah I Um, yeah it and very... it's funny because again, never that was never my intention to do that. It is something it, you're completely right when you said the word fear. Our own fears came up and out and triggered us in ways of responding to your behavior and not looking deeper, right? And that's not who the mother I would want to be at all, right? So, mm-hmm. um, I also think that just to add on a little bit to what I just said, I think as an as a result from being told or getting that message, I developed a deep sense of shame around sex or behind sex that even to this day, I still feel, I still feel, you know, like I'm always concerned about how my sexual history is going to come off to people or if I'm doing the right thing or if I should be taught, like, you know, and it's, um, I think that's very damaging to young people, especially women, to have this built-in sense of shame around something that's so natural and normal. And and in reality, like nobody should be judging, you know, your sexual journey but yourself. So maybe this is a good time to ask, what parenting style around sex would benefit a young person? What type of or what type of parenting uh, conversations or or not just conversations but style? Yeah, what what would you recommend parents do to benefit a young person in terms of growing a healthy sense of sexuality? I think just talking about it. I think talking about it at a young age, um, 
and then continuing that conversation. I think it might be easier to talk about sex when your kid's young, but then they get to puberty and, you know, like how you said, the, the parent might have these feelings from, you know, left over from the when they were that age. But I think continuing that conversation and just talking about, you know, being open about what sex is and not even like how to have it, but like that you're being safe about it, that you're doing it with someone that you trust, someone that respects you. I think that's a big thing. I know for me, like, because it was so in the dark that I probably had, I picked someone that didn't respect me all that much when I first had sex. And I look back, looking back, like, I, I don't know if I regret it, but I, you know, think that if I was taught what healthy sex was rather than just not have it at all, I think that would have been a big benefit. So talking about, you know, making sure you do it with the right person, also encouraging your child to, to know that sex is normal and natural. Um, and there shouldn't be any shame behind it. And I think just always having, leaving the door open for your, your child to come and ask you questions about, and, you know, and, just get over your your own feelings of uncomfortability because I think when you when parents do that they're being very selfish they're putting their own feelings in front of their child's well-being or their child's you know their child's needs like I really needed someone to talk to and approach I needed someone who would talk to me in a not judgmental way and I really felt like I didn't have that and so I think parents really got to just get over their own, their own stuff, <laughs> just focus on their kid. And I know that's difficult. I think there's a lot of shame around sex in our culture. Mm -hmm. I just I think it's very important. And even, even stuff like, you know, not beating around the bush, you know, just being open. And I think that's really beneficial. I think if the more open you are, the less of a mystery it is. And the less, you know, if your kid just, is just educated on what it is and they're less likely to make stupid decisions. <laughs> yeah, that's great advice. I mean, talk about, you know, creating a more healthy picture of what sex is, talking about the right person, sex is normal and natural, have an open door, make it less of a mystery, you know, concrete words. Those are things you just said. Those are those are great parenting tips, Caroline. So um, and the thing I wanted to touch on <laughs> that you said, too, is parents get over your own feelings. Well, actually, and I agree, but it's it's a bit it can be a bit more deep than that. And I would say parents explore, you know, what is triggering mm. you. And it's a perfect time yeah. for therapy. It's a perfect time for self, you know, reflection therapy, journaling, um, because it won't just go away. You know, and, and these are I notice a lot of things come up when our kids reach the ages that we were when we had the situation that was mm -hmm. traumatizing or trigger, you know, or difficult. And so it's an opportunity parents for if you're uncomfortable, um, explore why, right? And it can only make your own life better, not make your own, you know, your, your own sex life better. And it can probably help your children, you know, healthier uh -huh. topic. Well, we have a lot here that, you know, is, we are um, interested in talking about and exploring it and it's not easy. You know, we don't have, we, we never have it all nailed down, but I'm glad we could share a lot of our perspectives today and just hope that it encourages other people to open that conversation with their kids. So 
we continue on this road. And as we go, we know there's a lot of change, but it's part of life.